Hey all of you out there in ARZ, welcome to She Heals I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 12th, and this is episode 89 of the Shit Podcast. I am your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely... Hey guys, uh, the Ale here. You didn't fuck that up, Pete, even though you forgot to write it. No, I wrote that part. I for- I forgot to write about like what we're talking about this week. Oh, I wanted to like come in and be like, "Are you sure it's episode 89?" <laughs> no. I was able to do that. I did uh, not have more foresight than that. So let's get right into it then. Let's okay. give the people what they want. Wait, wait, you're not even going to like pretend to have written it up. You're just going to like not say anything you're Why pretend if I already admitted that I didn't? Because then it makes them feel like they're doing well too sometimes. Sometimes you pretend for your partner's well-being. I don't know. I was trying I to make a sexual it. reference. It was uh, no. a fake orgasm joke. Oh. <laughs> Way over my head, never women heard totally a fake orgasm. It. The women totally got it. The men are like, what's this? Anyways, let's give people what they want. Everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Greenleaf Minute. And in previous Greenleaf Minutes, we've gone over how to start a free company and some benefits to joining one. Mostly we talk about taking advantage of the XP buffs that most FCs always have up. And of course, for the social aspect, now I want to expand on that and talk about some more benefits. I would say the main benefit of an FC besides having friends to play with is the ability to have a free company house. Houses are awesome. And if you have an FC right now and you're on a server that doesn't have any housing available, then I would strongly recommend trying to secure one with the release of Shirogani housing in patch 4.1. And houses aren't just cool because you get to decorate them and you get like a tiny bit more storage with the company chest and the um, armoire, which is kind of bullshit. I wish, really wish we had some more elements of storage in our homes but um pete's gonna go over some other elements about having a house that are kind of awesome and so like i said more housing is coming in 4.1 so if you're on a populated server where it's just not available start fundraising now make sure you have enough funds to get it we talked about it last week have that money ready Mm -hmm. and but on the offhand chance you're like oh i don't have the money ready yet There is going to be a certain amount of people and FCs that change. So they're going to go from one of the old housing zones to Shirogani. So you can check the old housing zones to see if there's going to be something available there. I honestly think that if you don't care about going to Shirogani, you're going to have much better luck trying to get a house in one of the old, older original housing zones, uh, simply because everyone else is going to be going for Shirogani. So you just wait for something to become available and snag that shit. Okay, so now the two big advantages of the FC house are you're going to be able to put a FC workshop in there and members are able to buy an FC room. Those are like the main two advantages I see of the FC house. Say you can't afford to buy your own small house or I'm not sure actually how much the apartments are, um, but even if you can't afford an apartment, you can get a room at the house, which is pretty damn cool. And so it gives you a place to, to kind of glamour outside of your character. Yeah, like you just mentioned, it's great for members that either can't buy a house because they don't have the gill, or like I said, they're on a server where there's just none available. And you may be saying, Pete, they have apartments now. Like Avi just mentioned, why shouldn't I just get one of those? Well, good question, first of all. Yeah, he means Zolan. Thank you, Zolan. For me, it's because I don't want to live in an apartment complex with a whole (laughs) bunch of weirdos. You're just bitter because you've lived in them for so long. 
I want to live in a commune with my type of weirdos that I already like and enjoy playing with. Okay, a commune, huh? So I'm okay with weirdos, but they need to be my type of weirdos. I agree with that. Not just rando weirdos at the apartment complex. Okay, but I do have to say, though, that like we all play Final Fantasy XIV together, so I think the majority of it is we're all kind of the same kind of weirdo. Just saying. There's subsets of weirdos. All let's right. be. Let's... All right, all right. Pizza cult leader. You're getting, getting. It's, did the beard not give it away? Hey, there's ERPers out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, we mentioned, uh, that I'm getting an FC room because I don't want to live with a bunch of weirdos in apartments. But full disclosure, the benefit of buying an apartment instead of an FC room would be you don't have to relinquish it if you change FCs. Right. So if you have a room in an FC and you say, oh, this one isn't for me, you're going to have to relinquish that, give it up. And uh, I'm not, I'm not that... sure if you get your housing furniture back from well, that. They got rid of the um, where you lost any gear. Like it now is with you, right? So you're not going to lose the gear if you lose the house. The, the housing items? That's what they did for the house if you transfer. So I'm sure then the same thing would happen. Hopefully. I believe so. Anyways, that's what the advantage of apartment would be. It's yours. Don't have to worry about what the FC's doing. But the FC, I guess they call it personal chamber. I always call it a room, but it's a personal chamber. It's kind of the same thing. Uh, I'm going to start calling it our master, our master personal chamber. <laughs> uh, so be sure you like the FC you're in before you buy one. Uh, but it is a selling point for people looking for a FC. So that's another reason to buy a house if it's available to you as an FC leader. Or if you're in FC that doesn't have one, say, hey, we should buy a house. So more people join because we got crazy good FC personal chambers. <laughs> uh, to be able to buy a, a personal chamber, you have to be level 50, second lieutenant in your grand company, and they cost 300k in guild. And I don't know if I mentioned, but it's actually the exact same size as an apartment. So if you're thinking yes. about an apartment, instead of that, based on size, it's the same. Is the performance the same, though, Pete? Yes, it is. Ah, 100%. All right. <laughs> now on to the other benefit, the FC Workshop. This was actually the most interesting and fun for me. Because it's basically a way of making crafting more of a communal effort, which is like Pete's dream game. I have to say, like, it was the, how they always say, it's the journey, not the destination. Mm -hmm. That's definitely what this is. I enjoyed building everything with the FC. Once you eventually get it to the airships, like, mm -hmm. it's glorified retainers, basically. True. very true. But, uh, so yeah. Glorified uh, specific retainers. With the FC workshop, you're able to make skins for your house. You can make the Carbuncle house, restaurant house, Piazza house, et cetera, et cetera, all the houses. Um, so basically with your workshop, you're going to pick a project. So one of those house skins, uh, an airship, whatever your FC decides to make. And then everyone gets to contribute items to make the project that you guys decided on. Um, we do want to point out how we said it's a group effort. It takes four crafters within your FC in order to, to do any of this. But it takes four crafters to advance a project. To advance a project. But I do, the, the whole thing is I wanted to point out that they don't have to be leveled crafters. You can have somebody who literally just picks up Carpenter and gets the main hand and um, is a level one Carpenter in there and fills that slot. Yes, that is true. Once you have all the items. Oh, they don't even have to be in your FC, actually. I forgot. Yeah, they don't. That's right. All the items for the project. You can see how much I craft. 
And then you do have to have four crafters to advance the project. The annoying part about this is for people that don't have a crafter leveled is when you're donating items to the project. If you don't have, like, let's say it takes maple lumber. I forget what level that is, 20, 30. You have to have your carpenter leveled to that level to be able to put it in. Really? You do. So if you don't have that, you have to give it to someone in your FC that does have it leveled so they can actually donate it in there. Because you do get some XP for putting oh. it in there. Okay, I actually I actually didn't know that. That's I'm a green leaf when it comes to that kind of stuff. Hey. So that's what the workaround is. Just give it to... Like, if you want to help out with this project, but you don't have a crafter, you still can. You can buy stuff off the market board. That's what I do. And give to someone to put it towards the project. And then I stand there and I jump around in my underwear and go... I'm a crafter. I'm helping because I'm here. Wee! Remember waiting for many minutes just getting people to get a level one crafter to come help. <laughs> it is annoying. It is frustrating. But again, it's the point is not to get people with level one crafters to do it. The point is to get your FC to work on something together. And, and honestly, it is really satisfying when you guys do create something. Like we currently have, um, I think the armory exterior on our house, uh, which was fun to make. And we are talking about making something else for if we do get a Shirogane house. So it's pretty cool. And I alluded it, or actually said it before, the most popular project from the workshop is probably the airship. They do something called exploratory missions. And I said it's glorified retainers because they go out on the missions and bring something back, just like a retainer. Uh, they can bring back really profitable items though. So you can sell them. And once you have your airship leveled and can get to the far out destinations, they bring back some pretty good stuff that can make you a lot of gill. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be a whole lot more than a green leaf minute to explain all of that, but there is a really good guide on the official forum. If you just, uh, Google like Final Fantasy 14 airship guide. Cool. Um, Probably the most beneficial post I've ever seen on the official forums. Uh, I don't so, know. The um, the guide to um, decent thing is really th- this good. This is better than the decent guide. Wow. That, one, that one's also good, but the this one's really good. really good because I don't like having to think about that shit. I just want you to tell me what's decent and I'll fucking do it. And really the reason you should have an FC house or at least have a goal of getting an FC house is it makes it a really convenient place for everyone in the FC to convene. It gives you all a cheap teleport to teleport to. And you can place NPCs like menders, suppliers, uh, maid servants, is which that's what I put in my house anyway. You also get uh, the gardening plots and a chocobo stable. So if anyone's mm-hmm. still leveling their chocobos, you have all those other options. As well as access to a mailbox. And depending upon what city you're... Um, houses in you get like a cheaper teleport to that area basically yep so it's always there's quite quite a bit of conveniences to having a house you can save a lot of guild just by having that teleport oh yeah and uh you can add a summoning bell whatever the fuck that esthetician bell is called uh you can get crafting stations but to be honest the buff they give isn't worth it it's more about just aesthetics oh really it's not i thought it was worth it from what i've heard it's worth it up to 60 but but crafting Uh, past 60 is not worth it so much i think it gives you a CP buff up to level 50. Oh, and 50. the C, I don't think it's an XP buff. It's just a CP buff. Yeah. So it's not anything amazing, but they look cool. I, well, and it makes it a little, little easier sometimes if you need a little boost. So, I mean, it doesn't oh, hurt yeah. to hang out Extra there. Extra CP just, it does help. Yeah. 
anyways, unless you have any questions about any of that stuff I just talked about, Avi, I think uh, we're good to go to news and notes from around the realm. All right. Sure. And and just, just to be careful with your house, by the way, I just want to throw this out there. Remember, we had the episode where we talked about making sure you visit your home regularly every 45 days, or at least an yes, FC member. Yes, if you are uh, in an FC and you have an FC house, a member has to visit it within 45 days to keep it yes. active. And um, you can that's where you can also have your orchestrian role, and you can listen to the, the roles, the songs you've gathered. And um, it's a really... Be careful because you can sink a lot of gill into decorating before you even mean to. Like, it happens fast. So, but it's really fun. And and if you aren't sure, like, if, uh, what to do in your house, a lot of people leave their houses open and you can actually walk around your neighbors and look in their houses and get design ideas. It's, it's really cool. It's fun. No, it's like, it's honestly like a whole another game within the game. You can spend hours just decorating your house and it's kind of like playing Sims in a weird way in Final Fantasy. So, yeah. All right, now... Now we can go on to news and notes from around the realm. You want to take this first one, Avi? Uh, sure. So um, Final Fantasy will be out in full force for the Tokyo Game Show. The days that are open to the public are Saturday, September 23rd and Sunday, September 24th. Um, within this, there's going to be a, a Feast 8 versus 8 battle hosted. Um, and let me guess. The winning team's going to get a t-shirt. No way. How did you know? Because every event other than FanFest gets a t-shirt. You, I I still... Shut up. I bought you that Ralbon X shirt. And, and I appreciate it. <laughs> but I'm still saying we should have got a free one. Or at least had the opportunity to win a free one at <laughs> FanFest. I know. I know. Um, they will also have a section of their booth titled... Welcome to Eorzea, where people will be able to create a character and eventually even do battle with Ifrit. And I really like this one. I hope they start having a welcome to Eorzea thing at all type of events like this. I wish they would have something like that at San Diego Comic-Con, one of the biggest conventions in the country. And they don't have any Final Fantasy XIV presence other than buying plushies from the Square Enix booth. They have more than plushies. They also have figurines and, and tote bags. I'm just saying. There's things. No. Don't side-eye me. <laughs> and moving on from that, a while back we talked about how there was going to be a Final Fantasy XIV full orchestra concert. That is going on September 23rd, so during the same time as the Tokyo Game Show. Makes sense. But if you weren't able to make the trip to Japan, we we missed out. We couldn't make it that weekend. Oh, darn. Yes, I know. Um, they're releasing the Final Fantasy XIV Orchestral Arrangement album. Say that ten times fast. And this will feature a selection of songs from the concert. Like the actual concert, the music on the album is performed by the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra. I always want to say orchestrion now. I'm actually I'm, uh... shocked you said that without stuttering or messing up any of the uh, pronunciation just now. You seemed a little surprised at yourself. I had to slow myself down okay, and do. read. That's what you do when you read. Oh, I'm so proud. You um, can be taught. The Lodestone says it goes on sale on September 20th, but that appears to be the sale date for the Japan Square Enix site. On the North American Square Enix store, it says it will go on sale September 23rd. However, you can pre-order it now 
There are only eight songs on it, and it will run you twenty six ninety nine. Ooh. Is so, it like vinyl or is this just a CD? It just looks like a CD, so it's a little pricey, but hey, it's a whole orchestra, so you got to make sure all those musicians get paid. So I I understand why it has that price tag. It's just a little too pricey for me who doesn't have the ear I to really say, appreciate I something would say like that. that those uh, musicians have to get paid, but they honestly didn't do the show in order to make money off of CD sales. Like the, the idea of the show is for the live performance. And so it's almost like the CD is a bonus in my mind. It's a bonus and it's a great that it's offered to people. But, but $27 for eight songs is ridiculous in my opinion. I have no idea how much you have to pay an orchestra to get your CD out. So that seems a bit, yeah. Because they recorded this in advance, obviously, if they right. have the CD when already they were gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on to, there were some changes to the congested and preferred worlds. For the North American servers, Genova, Brynhildr, Famfreet, and Marlborough have been designated as preferred worlds. So you will get the bonus if you transfer or create a new character there. Those servers join Adamantoys. Midgard Summer and Siren as preferred worlds. And of course, Baomong and Gilgamesh are still the only servers that are congested and closed new characters because you don't all need to fucking play together. <laughs> uh, Japan has added Aegis and Asura to preferred worlds. Hades, or Hades, I don't know how to pronounce that, changed to standard and Gugnir changed to congested. Ooh. And this sounds like this sounds just so news delivery. I feel like we actually sound like news anchors with this this information. And in the EU, they changed Omega, Lich, and Zodiac to standard world. I would love to do the news. <laughs> I, I can't talk well, so I never will. <laughs> it looks like the EU has fixed Seems it. Seems like a fucking easy job, though. I mean, you're constantly being judged on your appearance, and I don't know. I'm not gonna. But anyways, okay. Like I give a fuck about my appearance. That's why you will never be on the news. Shouldn't they want someone who doesn't give a fuck? No. Because the whole thing about the news is that you have to have a trustworthy face and voice, and you look like a a bomber. Who wouldn't trust this? Most people. You are a hairy fucking man monkey. (laughs) It's true. I love you. You're my man monkey, but you're a hairy fucking man monkey. All right. Moving on in the so, EU. It looks like they have fixed their congested server problem with the addition of servers at Stormblood. None are congested now, and only one of the two new ones are still underpopulated and uh, getting that new world bonus. Pandahorn says, I don't trust that long hair, but that beard dough. I trimmed the beard up. My best friend taught me how to trim the beard, actually. So instead of it it's sticking out past his ears, it at least kind of goes down straight. So it's it's a trimmed and clean long beard now. Not, you can't probably can't tell this hair all. Maybe that's a down, untrustworthy beard. But it looks it looks so much better. All right now it seems like quite a few preferred worlds on the North American and Japan servers. I'd like to know if they've started making plans for possible server merges because if there's that many underpopulated servers, they should. That logically can't be good. I know it's a little difficult because of how housing is instanced like that. They basically have to double the housing on right. and Like if they were merged two servers together, you yeah. have to have double the housing. Right. Uh, so I don't know exactly how they'd achieve that, but they have to be thinking of that 
contingency plan. Well, and you know, if they doubled the housing with the merge like that, they'd have to double the housing on all the servers or other people would complain because certain servers had more housing. Nah, I think people would understand no, since it's a merge oh, server. Bullshit. People would complain like to high heaven. Let him complain. That's what that could be one of the bonuses for. Well, no, because it's no longer a low populated server. I don't know. I don't know the fix. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, if this is a problem, I don't know how much lower an underpopulated server is from a normal server. But if it's way lower, and they're, now that we're up to like six or seven underpopulated servers on the North American servers, like they have to at least be thinking about it. Either server merges or start giving people free transfers to transfer from an unpopulated server to a normal server. An underpopulated server. No, to an to a regularly populated server. You said unpopulated. No, from an unpopular Unpopular. To... You said unpopulated server, so I was confused if it was under or I'm just saying I there's different things. I just want to annoy you because you stole my fucking you cookies. You know what the fuck I was talking no, about. No, you stole my cookies earlier and I still haven't forgiven you. Because you either have to have server merges if it's way too low, or you have to have free transfers to a normal populated server. You're right, Cookie Thief. As always, Avi has no opinion. Square Enix is always right. No, it makes sense. No, I agree with you, but I'm still pissed about you stealing my cookies. <laughs> you had enough fucking cookies. Never. There are never enough cookies. So th- it was really light on the news this week, so we're going to have to try to come up with some discussions, Avi. I think now is a good time to talk about Omega Savage a little more in depth than I have been. And the reason for that is because you, Avi, Miss I'm Always So Busy and Can't Even Play, you did Savage for the first time since Final Coil. That's because I'm fucking awesome. Everybody knows that. So I kind of want to interview you about your experience with Omega Savage. And this... You were filling in this week because we, in our static, we had two healers that were on vacation. Right. Both healers, same time. we didn't even have all of our DPS there either. So. And rather than cancel, they found fillers. Yeah. we Determined. uh, We picked up some pugs. We picked up some scrubs. I think the other healer healer was a pug and one DPS. And you were the scrub. I'm the scrub. Okay. Um, so first of all, were you excited to get into Savage after hearing that I had cleared it fairly easily my first time in on Omega 1, or were you a little uh, weary of it and you kind of wanted to back out? I feel like excited is a strong word. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ever like excited. I don't know that I've ever been excited to do a new Savage fight. That's not the sort of stuff that like just gets me going. <laughs> Doesn't give you wood? No, I don't know what that is like at all. But um, I was definitely, I was looking forward to it. There is Ladywood. Okay. Um, mostly because I'd really been, I've been enjoying playing Scholar um, with the new level 70 formatting, I suppose. Um, and I felt pretty confident in my abilities with the class. But I do have to say that I wish that when you'd set up the party finder looking for our additional healer that you'd said, not a Scholar. Any other healer but a Scholar. Because... Two scholars fucking sucks, man. Like you don't have any big heals, and and MP management on scholar, like you have to have your know how. And the other scholar didn't. I mean, he was a sweet guy. He was very nice, but but his MP management wasn't necessarily on point. 
And so uh, there were quite a few points in when we get to the later on, we'll talk about, but I was like, okay, he's got no MP. I'm the only one here with MP. Got to keep everyone alive on these big AOEs. This is fun on a scholar. See, even, even Zolin, our standing astro is like, you did double scholar. Ouch. You never want to double up on healers. In general, right. You want them to, to be two different. Any cl- any other class in the party honestly can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. See, that, that's how clueless I am on healers. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. It was going fine as long as people fucking take, Ugh. stop taking damage that they don't need to be taking. No, it doesn't. That, but you don't, like, you're not the one healing going, fuck, 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 fuck. It turns you into a chicken. You're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, Is that fuck. what chickens are saying the whole yeah, time? Yeah, they're saying fuck. Chicken's got potty mouth. <laughs> but so, um, yeah. And it was it was interesting. Um, I was so, actually... So you weren't excited, because I do get excited for doing new shit like that. But you wouldn't call it excited. Like You get you, excited. You do. I, I get really excited. I know you do. I'm I... like, skipping home. Like, I'm going to do some savage. That is why you are in a savage raid group who raids twice a week, and I'm not. I, I'm more like... Which is okay. Yeah. I'm uh, like, my glamour's fucking on point. So, so you basically just did it because we needed a healer. And I was curious. And I own you, so you had to. No. <laughs> no, I would have totally said no if I didn't want to. Okay. Um, so in Omega Savage 1, you had some tank busters that were going out, raid-wide AoE, and the move that takes everyone down to 1 HP, Charybdis, or whatever it's called. Did you find it difficult to heal... Now, you already said it was annoying having two scholars. Do you think it was uh, hard just because it was two scholars? Or do you think the mechanics were adding to that? I think it was just frustrating because it was two scholars. Because there's... And and, and it's fine. It makes sense. I had Eos and they had Selene out. But um, Eos is the only one that gives a regen ability. Which meant that we only have uh, one... Each have one really big AoE heal. And it's based off of an Aether stack. So what was became annoying was that if it got used at a different time because we're both learning the fight or I could tell that his heals weren't going off. So I used mine and then it brought it down to one point. It was about having I hate spamming um, sucker because it gives a shield. But that was really at the at certain points that would be my only AOE heal option. And it was frustrating in that sense, like just literally having another regen AOE heal would have made all the difference in, in moments like that. Um, I guess we have the bubble, but that takes an ether stack too. So it's it's kind of like the only things that a scholar has are the ether stacks, and so um, it's just and and I, we were both actually DPSing. We were both, and the the problem was also like I said, the other scholar that Pete got wasn't like, hey, I'm a scholar who's done all these savage fights. No, you were both new, both brand new scholars to both of these fights. My eye level was definitely higher than this person's. He was very nice, but I'm even going to say I was probably the more skilled scholar based off of just observations and well no i mean there were certain things that i was like hey can you make sure to uh do this or can you you know just throw that out there you know just kind of asking communicating you you just made a really good point there um and you said like you say in a certain tone because we're on discord Mm -hmm. but you should not be afraid to give suggestions to someone to help them out as long as you do it in a non bitchy way. Oh like, yeah, that's. I tried very much so. That was like. But you don't even have to be afraid to like. You can just say it normally. Like you don't have to put on a fa- fancy, high pitched voice saying, "Hey, can you do this?" Oh, that's, that's what I'm really gonna do awesome. no matter what. That's what I you would do. You can just be like, "Hey, can you throw your fucking shields up?" Like. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was oh, like, maybe I'll make, say fucking, but make a point to do this at this time. I think that would be beneficial, and and it was really cool. It was really open to communication. But um, and I don't think he was a bad scholar. He wasn't a bad scholar. I'm not saying he was a bad scholar at all. He was a good scholar. Um, but it was us both learning it, and and you know, like I don't know, like never having played together as well. We don't know each other's play style. So like, if I was playing with a healer, like. Even, so say Zolan, who's our astro. So say she and I went in here healing together and we both went in blind and neither of us have done this to, before, this fight before. She and I have healed together so much that we know what to expect from one another. And so that's it's, one of the advantages right. of having a static. So that's kind of the big difference was it was not only that, but it was, this is like when you throw up the same spell that, you know, at the same time and, and your buffs kind of cancel each other out because you have the same class. That's kind of frustrating because it's not doing the party as much good as if that person was on a different class. Yeah. So in the future, Pete, make sure your healers are two different classes. Doesn't matter about anybody else. Nobody else. Make your healer happy. And all you got there in Aorzea, if you're making a party finder, make your healer happy. Two different classes. Any raids. (laughs) So... Oh, one savage. Mechanics were not all that different from normal mode. Nope. Um, you had to avoid the exploding fire orbs, don't overlap on damage, avoid the clamp frontal cleave, which you don't even have to do. That's usually just a main tank yep, thing. Yep, that's a, that's a tanky thing. Um, Anytime there's like a frontal cleave, Pete, no one deals with that but tank. Was there anything that you found troublesome, like any mechanics during that fight? I don't think so. Yeah, didn't I don't think like, so. We beat it like on our second, maybe third attempt. Like we beat it really fast. Um... And I won a roll. I got mm-hmm. I got my bracelet, which was pretty cool. First go. Yeah, we beat it on. I I thought it was our third attempt, but it might have been our second attempt. I, I don't our really, really attempt. remember that well. It was pretty well. fast, but you guys had kind of said it was pretty easy. So fairly quickly, and we had two new healers, one new DPS. I know you won't be looking for a static anytime soon. <laughs> I don't have time. But now that you know, it's not that difficult, and you can do it fairly quickly. I mean, that's fifteen minutes maybe to mm-hmm. do that. Um, do you think you'll be looking for a clear party this week just for a chance at some eye level 3040 gear or at the very least just to get the page that you can turn in for once you get like six of them for a piece later? Um, I'd say no, only because I beat it at one time with callouts, you know, like that's, that's different than going in. I know the fight, but I mean, if other people in the FC wanted to go and do it together, I would go with FC members that I know would be understanding if I fucked it up. Because as a healer, if you fuck it up, you can wipe the group much easier than than any, most classes. Okay, so I will go ahead and mention this then. If you're just looking to get the page, maybe you don't want a piece of gear, you just want the clear for the week, it's okay to go in with a bunch of people you know that have already cleared it mm. if you don't care about the chest. If you just want the page drop, you get that regard. I didn't even know there was a page drop. I didn't <laughs> yeah, like, like I didn't I'm hearing this the first time. Like, oh, there's a page. Uh, we still call them pages from Alexander, but they're data logs now, I believe. Okay. Um, so you get one of those every, every week. You can get one, one a week. You can't get more than one. Okay. Uh, but you get that regardless of how many people have cleared. Right. To get a chest, you need at least four new people to clear it. Just one chest? To get one chest. Huh. And to get two chests, you need no one to have cleared it. But it's a weekly thing. Right. So every week. That's cool. And that, that's, that's, that's why nice you because do, it encourages new people, you, experienced people to get new people to do it. Well, that's the reason everyone does it as a static the first time. Because we do our first raid on Friday. None of us do it until Friday. Ah. Because if one of us were to do it, 
it would take away one of our chests when we do it all together. Got it. That makes sense. Okay, so we ended up beating that fairly quickly, and then moving on to Omega 2 Savage. Uh, we did not clear it with you this week. We cleared it our next raid night when you couldn't make it. Uh, oh, you sound so bitter. I believe we did it with the same healer that did Omega 1 with us, so uh, still a double scholar, and we had one new DPS. Well, right, but the big thing is, and, and I think the only reason we didn't beat it is because... Something held us up for about 80% of our attempts was that um, one of the, the tentacle, I don't what was that piece called? The, the fleshy... Fleshy member. Fleshy member. Um, they were constantly dropping it on the wall instead of the wheel. And we had said, hey, make sure you drop it on the wheel. But that particular person continued to drop it on the wall until like the conversation kind of came up again. I will say again. none of us knew for sure if that was like a no-no or not. Right, and then but we, finally but we figured had it said, out. hey, everyone drop it on the wheel. And somehow that got missed by that person. And they just continued to do it. Because we were like, let's try that and see if it fixes it. And they didn't do that. And this is just another reason to really communicate with each yes, other. Yes. Because we'd say it in passing, but we didn't be like, hey drop it on the fucking wheel Well, until the end where we're like no stop you're still dropping it on the wall stop fucking doing that drop it on the wheel we need to see if this makes a difference because something keeps fucking us up at this one point and it was literally like the very first run where that person dropped it on the wheel we got it to one yeah. percent and and then after that we got it to three and we got it to one percent again and at that point the raid was done we were all tired so i seriously fully wholeheartedly believe that if that communication error hadn't been there we would have beat it much sooner than probably yeah like it was really just we wasted most of the night on one person that's what's so frustrating with savage like that is it comes down to one person just standing in the wrong spot for something and and you can't beat it because of that and that's another benefit of the static but i will say for omega one and two savage this tier at least it's very party finderable. Mm. Like you can join a party finder and yeah, of course you're always going to get one or two groups that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. But you should be able to join a clear group and clear it with them. Yes. Um, and the one thing that I, one of the reasons I was willing to even stand in for, like if this was Alexander Savage and you asked me to fill in, I would have said no. I always said, I have no desire to do that. Everyone has only talked about how painful and horrible it is and not worth it it is. But with the Omega Savages, it's been, it's much more approachable. Um, at least one and two. I haven't heard a lot about three and four yet, but, um, it's definitely, if you have ever been curious to try out any of the Savage raids, this is definitely the one to do it. I really like that they progressively get more difficult. I think that's cool because then say, you you get you beat Savage One, you beat Savage Two, and then Savage Three is really fucking hard, and you're not having fun with it anymore. Then stop. Like that's it. You know you know the level of content that you have fun doing, and that's okay. Totally agree. And that was a problem with the original Alexander Gordius was the first tier. It was holding back the best players in the world, the ones who have the ability to try something for eight hours at a time to beat it yeah and when they can't beat it because of dps checks and stuff like that it really turns off the general population yeah and that just comes the meta like it it was very apparent with you yeah because you're like i'm not even going to fucking consider it nope don't, not even a thing but but if say say for this if omega 4 savage was that difficult 
and you know I learned that from other people doing it first I'd be like that's cool let's do omega one through three I'm willing to do those ones I know I don't want to do four yeah and it's I like that I like there being a tiered kind of difficulty level that's how it. it should be and it's the same thing like you get into one, you beat one, you get into two, you beat two right away. Maybe three takes you a couple weeks to beat it. Right. That's okay. not a okay. bad thing. Like it should be progressively harder. And I, I don't think 100% of the people need to be able to clear this. No. That, I'm not trying to advocate for Savage being 100% clear rate. I want well, to make that clear. And if you right are now. someone who wants to beat all of Savage. It's something that you're not just going to go in and just beat Savage. You also have to make sure that you've put the effort into gear your character to beat Savage. Like you actually have to like prepare for war in a sense. Like you have to have the right equipment on. You can't just like walk out there and be like, I got this shit in like jeans and a t-shirt. You know, you got to make sure that you equip yourself with the strongest weapons you can possibly get and the strongest gear. Otherwise you're just going to waste yours and everyone else's time. Yeah. And it, but what they this is a really good thing because like we said Gordius was very hard to begin with they started off with it very hard um this at least gives people a chance and it can kind of snowball because even if you think omega 4 savage might be too hard if you beat omega 3 you're probably going to at least attempt oh, yeah. omega 4 savage you at least attempt it and then and then you may give it you know a, a few solid weeks trying it and then you can decide like you might be pissed that you didn't do it but you know what? It's okay. Like, still, I still, I'm fully of the mindset that you should have fun in the game. I used to play games, other games, where, like, I play it on a certain difficulty setting. Most likely for me, I'm playing it on regular, because that's me. I just like that. And then every once in a while, you get to a boss that fucking sucks, and the mechanics, and this is just a solo game. This isn't, like, an MMORPG. You get to a boss that suddenly doesn't fucking make sense to you. And rather than go online and try to find somebody who's already beat it, just fucking lower the difficulty level to easy, beat that boss, and continue on the game and put it back to regular. Nothing wrong with that. You're playing the game. You can play the game however the fuck you want. So if you don't want to beat, put the effort into beating those savages, you don't have to. There's nothing locked behind it. There's yeah. no reason for you to bash your face into a keyboard until your teeth fall out. Okay, so we're up to Omega Savage 2 for you. Uh, I'd like to try to at least help you get your clear for your regular data log. Maybe not a drop, but I will okay. help you with that if you want to go into that. Maybe maybe next weekend. I got a little... This weekend's a little crazy. Got a lot going on this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring this up before we forget. Um, We've been pretty bad, honestly, about uh doing Twitch emotes. We've been throwing back ideas back and forth. And I just need to put it out there to make myself do it. Yes, because I go to um, school three nights a week. So, Pete. Um, we want to give you at least one emote. I, I can't say it will be ready because we have to get it approved by Twitch. But I will design. A or e pay someone else to. Emoticon or. Yeah, pay someone else to do it. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to know what people want. We have three ideas. We have just. We're the shit podcast. So we have a. Just a, the typical shit emote type thing. I kind of wanted like an actual person who just had a shit head because I like calling people shitheads. I think it's funny. And then I also like the idea of having a bell with the word shame by it so you can shame us when we get something wrong. I don't like that one. I like that one a, a lot because mostly we're shaming Avi. So. If I don't, I don't like, I don't like it to be. the green afro. I see. I'd prefer the, the green afro thing. I don't like shame because I don't like it because it's negative. 
I, I, I but feel it's like, so much fun. I feel like there's a way that you could do something like that, but have it be more positive. See again, other people are agreeing. They don't like the. I don't want. I don't like shaming people like that. I know in you are kind of you're an asshole, and I'm that's kind of your thing. Comic. But but the whole thing with our podcast is a lot of it. It's about positivity and helping other people. And if you don't know something, that's fucking okay. Don't go out there and ring a goddamn shame bell. That goes against everything our podcast We're is. We're so positive that we call our fans shit. Yes, but it's like this weird dark humor thing. But. But as far, you know, as far as it goes, is we got like the Greenleaf Minute and we're very inclusive of people. I mean, we talk shit and we complain about stuff, but it's, it's like, it's all inclusive, I guess. And I don't like shame. The whole shame element is about like excluding someone and saying you're wrong. I don't like you. But it's about excluding us. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, being shamed in here would like kill my whole energy with doing this podcast. People start shame like no, it's 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 not an energy to be hippy dippy. It's not an energy I want around me. I don't want people shaming me. I don't like no. I don't think it's fun. I like I, I like to be shamed. I know you do. You're a dirty bitch. I'll be like, oh, you're shaming me. Let me tell you why you're all wrong. Yeah, I think, okay. So it's not going to be the shame. But I think let it's us be know. like a hairball. Can have <laughs> the shit. We can have the person who just has a shit head. We can have the green afro. I, we can have a fear the beard. Or fear the if, beard and the bun. Or if you guys you want. want on um, Twitter or on Twitch, because again, this is a Twitch element, let us know something that you would like to be able to communicate through an emote. That way we can find out the emotion or the comment that you are trying to convey and we could throw out a few different images that will do that. Because Pete, like, that's kind of what the shame thing is. Like, even if you can be, like, wrong, like, I don't know, like, even a thumbs down thing would be better than a shame bell to me. Like, I don't know. We have another vote for the green afro. So maybe we do, like, a green afro and a green beard. How about a green beard with a green leaf coming out the top of it? Or a green afro with a green leaf beard? How is the beard a leaf? No, it's kind of more leafy. It would look like a foot. It would look like a. It would look like a. Bush you look like a foot with a Shame. foot coming out of it. <laughs> um. So yeah, just keep on. Uh, so people do like the green leaf is kind of our most popular. I think the beard with the green leaf coming out the top would be funny. Something like because it'll look like eyebrows. Okay. I think. I think that. I think Definitely that's better. Have to outsource that one. <laughs> I think it's smart to do that in general. <laughs> Okay, you you were talking about a little bit of inclusiveness. That's uh, kind of what our show is. It is definitely what our show is. So I want to talk about commendations. Okay. I saw a thread about this on the official forums. I don't really understand what the original post was. He was like, does anyone ever feel bad giving a commendation to the DPS? Like when the tank and the healer is doing so much work. I'm like, what? Like... DPS um, do a lot of work. If not, they can do the most work. I can fucking chill out being a tank. Yeah, tanks just, don't do a lot of work. As long as I don't lose aggro, I'm doing <laughs> fine. And I can do that really easily. <laughs> um, I... Let me think about this. Um, I actually... Because tanks get so many commendations, and this is something I talked to with a fellow healer, it's like... Uh, t- the, the tanks get so many commendations that I act actively try to give them to other people, to other players, because of trying to just kind of even out the whole commendation scheme of things. 
Um, unless, of course, the DPS or healers or whoever else in the party really sucked, then I'll give it to the tank. But it has to be like a, not just a eh, but like, I fucking hate your face. Commendating the tank. Like, <laughs> that's the level it has to be for me. And I feel like you shouldn't take your commendation too seriously. Like, just give it out. I mean, if there's one last person in in the instance, just give it to them. Like, Oh, I tell you that. It makes someone's day. Okay, if they don't get a lot of... Or if there's someone who's brand new, and I feel like more often than not, this is actually a tank, and it's like a brand new tank, and they're like, hey guys, I'm super new to this dungeon, because I feel like the tank's the only one who really announces it, and like, I'm super new to this dungeon, please, you know, take pity on me, I'm gonna do my best, and like, I'm I'm the mentor mentality where I'm like, that's cool, dude, we got you, you know, no, no matter what, we got your back. And say they lose aggro and, and, you know, they don't necessarily run the dungeon perfectly, but they're fucking trying. Like, they are trying. So I feel like if I can make a point to get that guy to get all three comms in a dungeon run as a brand new tank, like, that's all about confidence boost at that point. I want to give that. I want to give my commendation to the person I feel like it will mean the most to. And the eventual point I was trying to get to with this is, there's lots of reasons to give a commendation. There's no one specific reason that everyone needs to adhere by. No, everyone has their own reasoning. Pandahorn in chat said, uh, I give uh, comms to DPS just for using limit break and not waiting until the last five, just 10% to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one I do too. Like yep. as long as they use it when it's available so we can build it back up. Right. We don't need to save it, it until the very last boss. It doesn't have to fucking kill boss. the mob and then you're losing like most of the, D- the DPS it actually does. Like that's, oh, I'd rather, I love it when a limit break is used and it leaves 1% on the boss because you know you lose the, use the full ability yep. of that limit break and then just hit it like four or five more times and it's done. It's like, yes, that was efficient at that point. Like, hell yeah. But Avi, have you ever been, have you ever given a commendation for the glamour? Be like, that person has a badass glamour, giving them the commendation. Um, usually if something like that happens, it's because I commented to the person and said, you look fucking amazing. And then we like bond over our glamour nerdiness and then I commendate. But that's more so because then, then there became like a relationship that was almost built with that person. Um, but I, I'm chatty. Shocker. Shocker. Um. Jinx, you owe me a blowjob. Uh, I'll get you a Coke. Um. and yeah like i like to tell them i like to i give my favorite comms to give are somebody who made my dungeon run fun if you talk to me or you made a joke or you know like you danced with me just because or whatever i don't even know like if you just somehow did something to make the dungeon run a little bit more fun i'm gonna commendate you i'll do like a roulette or something with you and you strike out a conversation with someone, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting this fucking commendation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I do that? I'm totally trying to steal the comp from you when I do that. <laughs> That's an active effort. Because whenever he and I do a dungeon together, like, ooh, got the com. It's like a competition. But like, I always try to give my commendation unless someone's super bad or super annoying. Um, so a lot of times, if you're just the last person in there, you're getting it from yeah, me. Yeah, because you're slow. That's a valid strategy if you're trying to just like work your way up to the 3,000 commendations another, for the parade chocobo. Another valid uh, technique is to dress like Pete's character and wear a metallic green subligar with a green 
fro and people tell you how amazing your glamour is and you get all the comms. And I'm over here with like this carefully curated glamour and I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you a lot. It's a double-edged sword, though. Some people really like... Well, I've never seen anyone give you like shit about your okay. glamour. I shouldn't say about the glamour, but just about Vegan Pete in general. Oh, the name. <laughs> yeah. It's like either I love you, Vegan Pete, or I'm in a bacon sandwich right now and rubbing <laughs> my belly. Like... <laughs> The I'm like, I don't give beard. a shit. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so double-edged sword with that name. <laughs> but that's the name choice. That was That's you. I was simply talking about your glamour. Now, one theme of that thread was there's one race that usually gives a commendation to another race. Lala's. Lala's are the most They're racist, racist fucks. fucks in Final <laughs> Fantasy. But the funny thing is, is most people are racist against them as well. So it's kind of like they're That's the true. minority they do that suffer like from the most. They're the minority that like sticks together. They're a little like Lala Fell's lives matter. Oh my god, <laughs> you did not just say that. Oh. Do you ever <laughs> give a commendation based on race? No, I don't. Truth. Truth. Tell me. Truth. Yeah, unless like maybe if their character looks exactly like mine. Which I think has happened like once, and we had like almost the exact same glamour, but I feel like that's not because of the race, but there are multiple elements to that. But I never commendate based on race. I mean, I'd be more likely to commendate based on sex of the character. <gasps> Sexist. I Feminist all the way, even if it's a fat dude playing a chick. All the way. All right, so the other big news that I saw was actually a thread on Reddit that eventually got picked up by MMO Examiner. Which was talking about, does Final Fantasy XIV have a penalty problem? And they were talking about people getting a strike on their account for minor infractions, like being reported for cussing, or, like, it was more often, like, minor harassment, but you used a cuss word. Like, don't fucking stand in the AOE. And they were getting reported for that. And they get a strike on their account. They get like a 24-hour ban. I feel like the, one of the biggest things with that is that, did the strikes ever go away? No. And that's, so that they should. that's what part of the thread was going to is yeah. should they eventually disappear after a certain amount yeah, of time? Yeah, fully. That's like, like any place where you get strikes, I feel like they have a certain, they have like a time limit. Like if you had a strike and you haven't had another one in six months or a year or whatever, then that previous strike goes away. But if you get a second one, then this, the timer starts over. And I, I agree that that's how it should work. But I imagine if people are getting strikes for this type of minor shit, then there's probably a lot more just cases being made for even more minor shit like that the GMs are having to deal with. Mm -hmm. So like they're probably busy doing the whole time. So I don't know how big of a problem it is. So I'm willing to say like, yeah, it could be a problem. I don't think it's a big problem. I I don't know. I, I mean, if you get one strike, maybe you don't cuss when you're insulting people. That shouldn't be too hard. Just insult them. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of challenging and almost can be a worse and more perverse insult to do it without a curse word. 
You know, and like if you're using grammatical phrases that challenge yourself, right? Like, yeah, like use words that the person doesn't even understand that are so insulting. Like, don't just be like, you're a fucking twat. Be like, I don't know right now because I feel like I should have planned something, but have some really (laughs) eloquent uh, cursing in your back pocket. Really thinking on your feet there, Avi. I'm tired now. That's how you insult someone. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so, you know, it got, it got so much traction on social media. I saw it posted on Facebook. I saw it on Reddit. Um, but to me, it was kind of a non-issue. It's like, do what I do. You have a shitty group in X Roulette, you get through it, and you bitch about it in FC chat. Well, and if you are someone who reported that person for saying, get out of the fucking AOE, why is your profanity filter not on? And that's if if you're offended by because get out of the AOE is basically what you would see with the profanity filter. That's what a lot of people were saying. Leave, like, why leave, aren't they using these tools? Use the tools that are there for you. Like, you could just realize, oh, that guy's a dick. You're not getting my calm. That's how that would end. Like, that's I don't know. So I think that was about all the discussion that I had in mind for this week. Avi, is there anything you want to add? I think a few of those were my idea. <laughs> False. Um, oh. So let's talk about what we did this week. We already, we already talked about we did Omega Savage together. I kind of the theme that I don't know if I ever got to during this episode was I want people to know that Omega One and Omega Two are very accessible. Very, very accessible. So if you've been turned off from Savage rating from Alexander, if you're like me and you're just like fuck that shit. This one is actually worth doing. Definitely give this a chance. If you're playing Final Fantasy XIV, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably playing a decent amount, probably getting a lot of tomes. With your tome gear, you're able to do Savage. One and two, definitely. give it a shot. One and two, you can do without a static. Even three, you can do without a static, but it's going to be harder. But give it a shot. Give it a shot. And besides that, crafting this week, I thought I was going to do a bunch, but I kind of decided to take it easy and replenish my leaves. I was down to under 10. Oh, no. Um, so I wish I could give you some of my leaves because I'm like, <laughs> what is this leaf thing you So speak this of? week I got Carpenter to level 70 and I took my Goldsmith to level 66. You can totally level my crafters anytime you want, baby. I love you so much that I will let you have that. I have the end in sight. Just need goldsmith, alchemist, and when you, when you get, one other one. When you get those to 70 and you really need to fill that leveling crafter itch, I am here for you. So now I've uh, started looking at some of the next end game gear for crafters and gatherers, getting ready to meld it. Eh. So this next step after that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I since I've been raiding, like before, I had the static and was raiding. I made no attempt to craft my creation tomes. Now that I've been raiding, I've crafted the two weeks. Or what's the latest? Creation's the best You ones, craft right? creation tomes? No. I said since raiding, I've been getting. I don't have to craft them. Because I'm moving on. This is not crafting anymore. Oh, okay. I heard craft my creation tomes and I was super confused. Uh, I didn't think I said crafting. I thought I said getting. Oh, getting. Okay. That's, I, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I was literally like, I don't know how you craft them. I wish I could. <laughs> Two birds with one stone. Um, so I have been capping. Maybe capping, that's what I said. That's what you meant to say. I could have said any word. I don't talk very good. You talk so um, pretty. Yeah. 
So what did you do this week other than uh, do our raid night? We did the Savage Runs. Um, I also did my normal roulettes, which I like to try to do because I don't get to play a whole lot. Like I said, I'm going to school um, learning how to troubleshoot computer hardware at night. It's pretty freaking cool, actually. Um, I learned how to repair cables last night. Um, but um, <laughs> um, I did my normal roulette. So every time I play, I try to at least do my expert roulette and my trials roulette so I can get whatever creation I can. And then um, one, an FC member was like, hey, I'm doing my, what are the um, names of the weekly where you get the shaft and the spring and the... I just call them the Omega Normal The Omega Normals. Okay, I guess because we were talking about Omega Savage, my brain like couldn't remember. So I did those with him and we started with four and I got my shaft first run and then we did three and I got my spring first run and then like, like basically every run I got my drop on the first go and it was actually the one that I wanted. So I felt really lucky, and that was pretty freaking cool. In case you're wondering, the chat has confirmed I did say crafting my tones. Okay. Like I, I said, I don't I know talk you very did. Well. I, I know you did. And then actually, so this is something related to Final Fantasy that I did that we, we actually aren't utilizing yet. But so with our FC, we've saved up money to buy a new house when Shirogane becomes available. And we were kind of talking about like, well, do we want to use our company workshop to craft a uh, an exterior facing for it that we have to work on together? And I was looking and I actually saw one of the um, carbuncle um, exteriors on a house, which I don't know if you guys have seen it up close. The thing is fucking made from books. It makes it look like your entire house is built off of stacked books, which to me is is kind of amazing. And, and so I shared it in our FC group and then waited, not even waiting for a response from anyone. I went and created a Google Drive spreadsheet that has every item listed on it, the link to the gamerscape for it, and then lets them know either where they need to gather it or what class they need to be to make it, how many we have in, and then how many we need. And then if they enter in how many we have in stock, it shows how many we still need and whether or not we've completed that phase. So I'm a, I'm a little bit of a spreadsheet nerd but so it is fully ready for our fc to go and craft that uh carbuncle housing uh facing or whatever you call that so um yeah so if we could get working on that fc members anybody listen to this the spreadsheet has been shared on our our facebook page and um, and if anybody else is actually interested in my crazy nerdy um it's pretty simplistic but you know like spreadsheet for building that um Send us an email or whatever, and, and I can we can share the link with you, too. Well, Avi, I don't think they're going to want to do that because it's time for the Community Roundup, partner. Fuck you, though, for saying they're not going to want to do and that. And I think what I'm about to share with them might make your spreadsheet irrelevant. Oh, really? I just put all that work into it for nothing? Possibly. Aw, this could have helped you out the other week instead of making your spreadsheet. Okay. There's a new website. Fuck you! just came out last week. <laughs> it's the 1.0, so they're still working out all the kinks. Okay. I do. To be fair, I do not think they have a export thing, so you can share it with other people. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'll get that out of the way first. Um, the website is ffxivteamcraft.com. I'm totally looking at this shit. And what's good about it is you can put in something like the Carbuncle Mansion House and get a list of all the things that you'll need to make it. And if you actually create an account, it will save your progress. 
So you can mark that you have 100 or 200 of the beach logs or whatever it may be. And it will keep that like once you enter it, it will say you only need 100 more. I do have to say I'm on their website right now and it's not really there. Well, do you have to create a login? No, if you go to recipes and then search for what you want, like type in carbuncle. Oh. And then you have the Carbuncle Mansion walls. Yeah, you guys, add it to your list. If, if you guys, this is a really cool idea for a website, but your homepage, FFXIV Teamcraft, you need more there. So, cause honestly, I'm someone who went there and I was like, their website's broken. Like, because your, your homepage was, was blank. And it said that like, this page you're looking for does not exist. Like, just throw this out there, guys. G- give me something. Like, oh, new recipes have been added to Final Fantasy. Like, something that makes it go, oh, cool, search recipes. Like, it logically makes sense to my brain. So this is mostly, as the name would suggest, for Team Craft, the the stuff that you would make in the FC workshop. Um, they do have all the recipes on there. Like, if you want to search for just a regular crafting recipe. Yeah, they have the carbuncle lantern, the chronometer. But it will, when you select one of those, it will link back to the XIVDB website. For what you need for everything. This is exactly what I fucking made, but on a website. Yeah. But like I said, I I don't see an export button to be able to share it, you know, as a spreadsheet for everyone in your FC. You'd kind of just have to keep track of it on your own. Yeah. But uh, it is cool if you do make an account. I did make an account on there, and it does save your progress, which is very handy. So if you're... uh, I I wanted to pick something that kind of tied in with the Greenleaf Minute this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I have. If you're interested in making something uh, from your FC workshop, that could be a really good site to uh, go see what you need, plan your progress. And like I said, it's their 1.0 version, so they're looking for you to report any bugs that you might find. Um, it doesn't come out super clean, but you can copy and paste everything um, into a spreadsheet for updates on it. I'm just saying, like, I went and copied like the list that I had viewed. And so what you could do is you could copy your list and share that with people in a spreadsheet and it would show everyone how much of everything you've gathered. It'd be a way of sharing it. It's kind of a clunky way to do it, but it's an option. Um, They should definitely like literally just have an export option. Um, That would be really cool. Um, Or somehow link it with a Google, with Google drive. It's a really great idea. It was literally what I spent half an hour doing. (laughs) This weekend. Believe me, I've done that plenty of times in the past when we were making our airships, so. Yeah. Oh. Let's get to some listener reaction. Little light this week, Avi. I, it was a little bit. A lot of it was, um, communication about the new Falcon mount. Yeah, the Falcon mount, which was the campaign that replaced the, uh, veteran rewards. So if, I don't know the exact details, but you had to like subscribe for six months or three months during this time period. And then you got the Falcon mount. I've gotten mine. You haven't unsubscribed, so you're going to get yours soon. I don't know if it's at your next payment. I have a payment due like any day now. Like I got the little email like, hey, make sure you got your Krista in there. So it's going to happen soon. It is a pretty cool looking mount. It's, it um, reminds me of like a like when the, the Boy Scouts used to do their soda racers or whatever, you know, like the what is it called? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. I was a boy Fox scout. Boxcar racing no. or whatever? I don't know. I'll remember what it is eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, I like it when it's in the air. It looks pretty cool when it's flying and it looks pretty cool when it's swimming. But when it's on the ground, it does look a little go-kart-ish. Yeah. 
I kind of soapbox racer. Thank you guys. That's what I meant. Even though it's not what Pete did when he was a child. I don't child. think that's what they call him anymore. It's not about what it's called anymore. It's about what it was originally called. Thank you, Venjik. Because soapbox is one that you sit in. Yeah. Boy Scouts didn't do that. Well, I wasn't a fucking Boy Scout. I don't know that shit. You're just thinking about the little rail cards that you drop them in and you blow in them and race them or whatever. You dropped them. And whoever got to the bottom first won. So it's like freaking Mattel. <laughs> Track cars. Your fucking soapbox doesn't have a fucking gearbox. Like you're not going down. Or a down. Pinewood Derby car. Pinewood Derby. That's the one, Klaus. You're the same age as Pete, aren't you, Klaus? <laughs> Made it to the finals. Went to Qualcomm Stadium. You and guys raced. are all Boy Scouts. All you little legal scouts out there. All right. <laughs> so that's a Falcon Mount. Little Pinewood Derby. Uh, Sarah Maiden says, won't get hers until next month. Cry face. You'll get yours eventually. Time and then, flies. Um, Delton Suter had a question, which I thought would actually be great for us to answer on here, which is why I shared this. He says, I have Amazon Prime. How do I go about following you with it on Twitch, like I've heard you mention? Uh, so, yeah. First of all, to just follow us, you don't need Amazon Prime. You can just get on Twitch and follow. Uh, but I responded to Dalton with what I think he was mentioning. Right. Is, no, but I meant it'd be good yeah. for to share with our yeah. other listeners. Um, if you have a... Amazon Prime account, you do get a free subscription to Twitch, which means for any channel that you like, I always feel like a whore when I do it, like asking for people to subscribe. We're for not us. asking. This is someone he was asking so, how to do it. And I thought that if one person is asking, then that means there are other people who don't know as well who haven't asked. So, and so it'd be a good place to tell them. Yeah. So if you're listening to us, you probably look. Watch other stuff on Twitch. You at least kind of like us a little bit or you, you, like you enjoy hating bit. us, which but, is good too. I'm a, I don't like myself, so you probably like someone else better. Like me. You, you don't have to use it on us, but I'll let you know. You can link. Wait, your... wait, wait. Shut the fuck up, Pete. <laughs> God damn, that self-deprecation shit is bullshit. I don't like we it. We are fucking awesome, you guys. If you have Amazon Prime, you should totally follow us. And Pete will now tell you how to do it without acting like a pussy. Oh, yeah. And Klaus mentioned, uh, Twitch, or the Primes for, or, God damn it. First time subscriptions are half price this month if you don't have Twitch Prime right now. So it's a great time so to do it. So if you just want to regularly subscribe to us instead of $4.99, it's $2.49, something like that, $2.48. Um, Does it cost them that money? Or is Yeah, it, for okay. first time without Prime, it's no, actual subscribe, money. Not just to us, though, but to it in general. How Or is it? I guess I'm confused on how it works. I don't even understand how it works then. How so, does it work? Blanket. How does it work? Okay. Blanket for Twitch, there's subscriptions. You okay. can subscribe to a channel you really like and support that channel because you like the content they're putting out. Okay. For four ninety nine, ninety nine, or even twenty four ninety nine. And that's per channel. That's per channel. Like okay. if you like m multiple and you have the money, you can subscribe to m multiple. And if I have Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime. You get one. Bo basic $4.99 subscri subscription that you don't have to pay for. You ah. just get it included with your Amazon Prime. Okay. You link your Amazon Prime to your Twitch account. And then when you click on a channel subscribe button, you can give them your free Amazon Prime subscription for Twitch. Thank you. So. See, you need to explain this for the people who only listen to us and on like Twitch said, like I me. I don't even like doing that. I feel dirty. Shut up, Pete. It's mm. not dirty. It's answering a question, you little bitch. I love you. Still feel dirty. You're not. 
All right. Um, and then uh, Dalton just kind of mentioned um, the reason that he's off work right now is because of Hurricane Irma. So we are very glad to hear that you are safe and okay. And I was hoping to see him in chat. He said he might be here tonight. So, But, yeah. Miss you, Dalton. Hope you're safe. And uh, to piggyback on that, uh, TJ, who emails us every week, said uh, he emailed in last week saying, sick episode, because you were sick. Oh. A little play on words there, <laughs> Avi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a voice this week. Yay. But he said he'd email us when he gets a chance, because he was also in line for the hurricane. So I hope you're safe, mm. TJ. Um, uh, See, even Klaus. Klaus, I like it. I like your confidence. Klaus says, if you don't want to whore yourselves out, send them to Phoenix Down Radio. Yes. Because Pete's a bitch. And you know what? You're not... Okay, this comes from someone... Maybe a bitch, but I'm not a whore. Yes, you are. I used to own my own business. It's not whoring yourself out. This isn't a business, though. I do this for fun. It doesn't matter. I did my business for fun when I started it. It's about sharing what you do with other people. It's not... You don't need to feel bad or weird about sharing other people. Oh, I have to share? I don't yes. like sharing. And, and telling other people how they can enjoy it. It's If you guys subscribe, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool. But this is how you do it. Don't do not do this like... That's like a fucking hot girl going, Oh my God, I'm so fat. I, was, I, I know I have this cute little outfit on, but I'm just, don't look at me. Oh, don't look at me. I look horrible. Shut the fuck up. No one likes you. No one likes that person. Don't be that person. No one likes her, but they want to fuck her. Right. Don't be that person. Be that this is our podcast. It's fucking awesome. We love you guys. If you love us and you want to follow us, follow us. If not, cool. If I'd have been able to give you the description on how to do it, I would have done it. Because honestly, Pete, that was probably the thing that pissed me off the most you've ever done on this podcast. Don't self-deprecate our podcast. You built That's this. That's my personality. Stop it. You built this podcast. I'm here supporting you on it. You should be proud of that. And you should want to oh, share that with other people. I'm proud. And not be ashamed for not wit- ashamed. if people want to spend money on it. Mm. See? Stop it. Stop it. I've had a request to make that PayPal button, but I'm holding off. No, it's it's... I'm just saying, like, I know it feels weird to you, but... Stop it. It's like, even everybody in chat right here is fully agreeing with me. And we just got a sub, so thank you, <laughs> uh, Benjik. Thank you very, very much, Benjik. Thank you for proving Pete fucking wrong. But okay? I'm a little more concerned about Panda Horn wanting to F that beard. <laughs> I don't want that donation. Do not deposit. You could in- actually, like, make a hole in it, and then there's, like... <laughs> I do not have a cum rag beard. <laughs> Yeah, I know you get it too, Klaus. I, I actually used to be that way as well, which is why I brought up having my own business is because, you know, like it's all about believing in yourself or believing in your product. And it's not, and, and I'm not, I'm not a good salesman. I couldn't sell something to someone that I don't believe See, in. See, that's the difference. I can sell shit I don't believe in all day. I can't, so, no. I'm a, I'm a salesman by trade. Yeah, I'm not. I, but if I, have something or I found something that I like that I think you should like as well. I will tell you about it and I'll share it with you. And and I guess that's what it is for you, Pete, is you you just uh, don't Look, if you if you want to support us Give mon- me the confidence. If you want to su- support the confidence. us monetarily, we'd love if you subscribe to us. But I don't want people to feel like they have to no. like there's many different ways you can support us. I love every time we get a fucking retweet. Yes. That helps us grow Retweets, the show. Retweets, listening, like commenting with us on Twitch, just even being here with us on Twitch is really great. I love getting to like know you guys and see you here. Um, honestly, Pete, I guess what I'm trying to explain to you is by telling them about Prime, you're focusing on the monetary side of it. I guess because I didn't even fully understand the monetary side of it. I'm just saying, hey, 
If you want to do that, that's really cool. We've already made the decision that we're not using this as a way to make money. We're using any money that comes from it to put it back into the podcast or yeah, give it back to you guys. I will say that is with so, whatever thing, whatever we get, I am going to put that back into the podcast. Yes. So I have, I have so many plans. I just don't have enough time to do and, it. And you guys, I don't know if, if anybody here who's, who's like longtime listeners have, has seen our drink about it, yours is. I have given Pete permission for that back corner behind him to become the bar area for him to have a permanent drink about Eorzea spot. So, um, we are, we are working toward, uh, doing more segments, but sorry if I went on my trying to give my man some confidence tangent. Oh, I've got confidence up the fucking ass. Okay. You didn't I've just got, now. I've got one of the biggest egos there can be. I have so much self confidence. I just don't feel like I want to. Try to guilt anyone not, into giving you me the, money. No, no, no. It, that, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to say is there was no guilt. There was You were the only one feeling the guilt. You were the only one. Whatever. Let's move on. This has turned into like a fucking commercial for us to no, people subscribe to No, it's still not. It's literally just shut the fuck up, Pete, to say, this is how you join on Twitch. Do it or don't. I don't fucking care. I agree with Kinjo. I need a full room for my fucking <laughs> bar, not just a corner. Oh, no. No, this is the woman's house. He gets a corner. Like, people are scared. Mommy and daddy are fat fighting. Panda said that like three times tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Read better. Um, uh, so, yes. Bottom line, I appreciate whatever type of support you can give us. I'll... No. Just he still can't do it. He still can't do it. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Panda, we're not like... Frustrated. This is actually our dynamic. This is not, we're not frustrated at one another or anything. This is like when Pete and I fight, this is kind of how it, how it happens even. And it's not even a fight. It's just how we yeah. discuss. Now, now I'm just like getting uncomfortable because everyone's like, plug the show, plug the show, go ahead, do it. <laughs> it's like, no, don't wanna. <laughs> it's, it's adorable. See that part of the outline that says outro ale? ale? Just kind of read that. You don't want to plug... I don't understand this whole... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you guys are adorable. Okay. Thank you so much for teaming up on Pete with me. That was really fun, you guys. I never get the... Normally, it's just one side against the other. I had a whole, like, backing of awesomeness. Um, so that is going to be it for this episode because Pete is um, is shy and he... Yeah, like... <laughs> it's weird for someone who wants to do something creative, like hosting a podcast. I'm not... An yes. attention whore. No, it's not. We'll we'll talk about this later. If it ever comes to talking about, I promise, it ever talks about how to subscribe to things and stuff, I will make Pete tell me how you guys will do it, and I'll be the one to share it with you so that I don't go, but you don't, but don't, no, no, you don't have to, uh, it, this is like, no, 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 I can't even finish the sentence because I feel awkward telling you how to do it, even though because you guys can do it if you want, but I... I, I was okay tweeting it. One you person. could tweet it to one person. To me, I saw that and I was like, oh, I would want to know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like been 20 minute plug for our show now. It wasn't a plug. That wasn't plugging. That was mostly just bashing on you for your inability to plug. That was a, that was a bashing of inability to plug, not a plug. All right, outro you. <laughs> All right. As always, we enjoy hanging out with all of you guys here on Twitch. Um, so thank you for taking the time to be with us and be on my side and pick on Pete about not being able to plug the show. We really appreciate it. <laughs> be sure to hit that follow the button. The only thing I like or if more you'd than like, self-deprecating myself is people 
self-deprecating on me. <laughs> Be sure to hit that follow button, or if you have Amazon Prime, go ahead and follow us and make people right feel word. really it's uncomfortable. Sub. Oh, subscribe to us with Amazon Prime because Pete feels really awkward about it. If you like Getting seeing awkward Pete, now. <laughs> sorry, if you like seeing awkward Pete like I do, have at it. I'm just doing this to make him awkward right now. Um, and of course, thank you to everyone listening to our podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever you are listening on. And regardless of what you're listening on, it would mean a shit ton to us and even more than a subscription if you took a minute out of your day and wrote a rating or review or sent Pete that retweet that he so desperately what helps wants. That is grow. Um, <laughs> with Vegan Pete. I want more people to come and make fun of me. Make fun of Pete on Twitter. He was very sad that there weren't, no one was making fun of Pete on Twitter this week. Come back and make super fun of him and like tell him how lovely his beard looks now that avi has trimmed it and he actually guys guys can i announce this i'm gonna announce this pete is sick of his long hair he has decided that when it's long enough to donate he's gonna cut it so the 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 barber said that by january it should be long enough fully long enough to get like a decent cut and donate so by january you might be seeing a whole less hairy hairy pete Ooh, panda would like it cut on stream we could probably do that. I am donating it, but maybe your your best friend is your hairdresser and knows how to do all that she shit. She'd come over. Maybe she can do it here and do everything correctly. I have no idea. You get to pay her this time because I still pay her. She's just chopping my hair off. I pay her for cutting your hair off because it's her job. <laughs> you get to pay her this time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> But I like that idea. I think that'll be fun. I have to donate my hair and donate my money to her. She's not getting the money for the... Just... Yes. All right. We'll talk about that later. We'll figure out a way to do it on stream. Um, <laughs> so, yes, very much thank you. However you choose to support that show, whether you want to sub, whether you want to give us a retweet, whether you want to give us a follow on Twitter. We're at 299 follows on Twitter. Let's try to bump that up to 300. I like round numbers. Um, that would be very much appreciated. And, uh... I just have to say, Pete, that's how you plug. Good job, baby. I'm so proud of you. I know you could learn. I appreciate everyone who joined us here live on Twitch. Everyone who's listening on the podcast. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.